Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Hopefully your bags uh, went up like rockets and did not sink like duds over the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, but if you are, uh, today I'm going to tell you during the podcast where Bitcoin is headed, what we can expect from uh, some altcoins on Ethereum, and I'm going to give you the seven best strategies to become a Pi, uh, basically a, a, a profit sniping bot. Uh, so I'll give you some ideas of what you can do to go ahead and cover it. But before you do, if you have any questions, go ahead and drop me a line at email at cryptokeeper2u at gmail.com. That's again, cryptokeeper, the number two, the letter U at gmail.com. And uh, today's f- podcast is brought to you by Stockforge. Have you ever wanted to learn more about stocks in a friendly community? Stockforge is your answer. In the Stockforge platform, you can also find my channel where I have the hottest airdrops from across the internet. In order to profit from crypto, timing is crucial. And what better timing is there than at the very beginning of a project? Receive tons of free crypto and NFTs on the Cryptony Airdrops channel only on StockForge. Use promo code CRYPTONY to try it out for free. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-N-Y and you too can try it out for free. Make sure to sign up for the Tales from the Cryptocurrency Facebook group where I post the podcast first and also answer questions and post important information on the latest crypto or NFT craze. And today's podcast is also brought to you by MetaHedge, one coin for every metaverse. MetaHedge holders are profiting from the moves of an expert board in the metaverse space. They invest in companies that are holding metaverse opportunities such as real estate, 3D construction, NFT art management, and sports memorabilia cataloging and digital verification. MetaHedge is the most unique coin in the meta space and certain to be a future big-time player as the space develops. Get yours today at www.mymetahedge.com. Once again, that's www.mymetahedge.com. So today you might be wondering, where the heck is Bitcoin going to go? We've seen it. We saw it at $63,000. We heard it was going to go to $100,000. Everybody was expecting it to go to a million dollars, but it's a bloodbath and everybody's dying. Well, not really though. It's actually just headed to a major correction and the drawdown in the crypto market is now seeing uh, is based on trends that are emerging in the market. With the recent crash, Bitcoin has seen some of its first time, uh, actually some of its first one of a kind movement. Uh, The implications for these are vast given that the digital assets future movements are being recorded. This has shown that the recent bear market is different from every single one that has preceded it. One trend that Bitcoin has always followed has been the fact that its price has never fallen below the previous cycle peak. So for all the previous bear markets that we've been into, uh, this trend has held and it's been a form of beacon when it comes to calling the bottom of the bear market. This is why a lot of analysts had called the Bitcoin bottom using this trend a couple of weeks ago. Now, though, for the first time ever, the price of Bitcoin has fallen below its previous cycle peak. This happened when the price of the digital asset had broken below $20,000 and hit a low of 17600 Remember Suicide Monday when I talked about it? Well, after that, it's uh, since recovered a little bit of a point, but uh, now it's set a new precedent, which is that the price of cryptocurrencies do not necessarily always have to hold its previous cycle peak. The implications of such movements are varied, but the one obvious one 
is the fact that Bitcoin can fall lower. Coupling this with the fact that previous cycle lows have always reached above 85% of its all-time high and Bitcoin is not holding above 19,000, then a fall to 12,000. You heard me call it. You heard me call it right here. It's a fall to 12,000 and that remains on the cards. So glass nodes of notes, uh, glass nodes notes that the mayor uh, actually had fallen behind or below its previous cycle low. It had previously bottomed out at uh, 0.511, but this had touched a new low of uh, 0.487 in June. The report also notes that in 4,160 trading days, only 2% of all trades have recorded an MM below. Low 0.05. This represents a change to the fundamental models that are being used to value the digital asset. So what's happening? Well, what's happening is, is that crypto investor sentiment in Bitcoin is plummeting. It's going down. Investor sentiment in the market has been declining for quite some time now. The fear and greed index has now spent one of its longest stretches in the extreme fear territory, and it doesn't look like this will be changing anytime soon. Interestingly, the index has also closed out in the previous month in the extreme fear territory, which means that this sentiment also shines through in the exchange inflows. Uh, Glassnode's alerts shows that there was more than 5.6 billion in BTC flowing into exchanges last week alone. And although the outflows had surpassed the inflows, the sheer volumes moving into centralized exchanges show that sell-offs remain the order of the day. However, the tether inflows paint a better picture for the crypto market with 4.3 billion in positive net flows for last week. This means that people are putting cash into the market waiting for that $12,000 Bitcoin. And when we see $12,000 Bitcoin, we are going to buy it. We are going to buy all of it. Listen, hey, this isn't financial advice. Don't listen to me. I'm a moron. So if you're listening to me and you're doing what I'm telling you to do, you deserve whatever happens to you. But if you're just following along and doing what I'm doing, you know that 12,000 is gonna be sweet and we're gonna jump in and we're gonna get some. How much? Some. Well, we don't know if after that there could be a lower drop too, but uh, some people are speculating 10,000. But right now, I'll tell you that uh, 12,000 is my number to look at and as soon as it hits that, I'm all in on Bitcoin. Talking about some other coins, let's see what uh, what altcoins uh, are coming to Ethereum that might have some opportunities for profit as well. As the large cap coins have continued to suffer losses, Ethereum whales have now turned their focus to smaller cap altcoins in a bid to try to squeeze out some profit from the bear market. These coins are previously unknown outside of their community niches, but... With these large investors bringing them to the forefront and given the movement of whales into Shiba Inu before it peaked, whale holdings and smaller cap coins are proving to be of interest to investors. And that's something that we track heavily at MetaHedge. And one of the things that our, our, our board is constantly looking to profit on is what is whale movement in the market? What are the whales doing, especially in the Ethereum sector? And then we're copying along and going along, right? So a large volume of coins had made their way into the market following the successes of meme coins such as Dogecoin and Shiba Inu as the market winds down to the, all of these leading shit coins and they start to lose value the appeal to investors starts to go away and uh, others have floated to the forefront to take their place 
Data from whale stats shows that the Ethereum whales are not leaving the meme coin craze behind just yet. This is evidenced by their top holdings in the smaller capped altcoins, which show that they are still actively involved in the meme coin space to some degree. One particular has made a splash with Ethereum whales holding more than $3 million worth of tokens, and that's Sheep Doji. Sheep Doji is another meme coin that combines Dogecoin and Shiba Inu popularity to make a single token. The whale token uh, wallet tracker shows that the top Ethereum whale uh, wallets are currently now holding an average of 3,184,962 of this token. Others include Voy, that's V-O-Y, Pan, P-A-N-A-N-C-T, and THX tokens. All of these are held in large numbers by top whales. So if you're looking for uh, some tokens to pick up or start looking at now, I would start looking at those, uh, of course, because if the whales are in, then everybody else is going to follow. This follows Shiba Inu's overtaking of the FTX token as the second largest token holding of the top 100 Ethereum whales. Shiba Inu now makes up about 13.46 of its total holdings of, the, of these whales at about a half a million dollars. So it's uh, the largest, or actually I'd say it's the third largest holdings of whales behind ETH and uh, USDC, which right now is pumping currently. So what are these whale trade patterns? Well, the trading volume of the top whales also shows that the coins that they are bullish on. Over the last 24 hours, there have been unusual favorites that continue to make the list, but there are some also some usual coins that are making the list then as well. So what's the splash amongst all these large holders? Well, FTX is currently topping the list with the token being the largest trade, having the largest trading volume. But the next coin on the list is a new entrance. Sheep Doji is making its mark as it's currently sitting at number two for the tokens, largest trading volumes in the last day, with an average transacted volume sitting at more than 3 million. The stablecoin USDC comes in third, while ETH, BUSD, and USDT are taking the third, fourth, and fifth spots, respectively. DAI, which is another stablecoin, is in sixth place, meaning that Ethereum whales are also searching for cover in the stablecoins. Link, CRV, and Uni make up the rest of the list, with Uni being an especially interesting addition. The news of Uniswap acquiring the market aggregator Genie and upcoming airdrop has sparked renewed interest in the token as the DEX is making its way to the NFT market. Speaking of NFTs, MetaHedge has launched its third fractionalized NFT, uh, and all of them are doing very well. So these NFTs, guys, give you an opportunity to have a predetermined profit. When you purchase it, generally they'll give up a percentage. Uh, most of the time it's 20%, and just by purchasing the NFT, holding it for the amount of time that you have to hold it uh, will then um, mature the NFT, and that money goes straight to your wallet. So you don't have to hold it like you do the Meta's coins or anything like that to constantly stake. This is a fixed stake. So you purchase a, a coin at, or you purchase an NFT at $1,000, you make 200 bucks. That's the way it is. You, you purchase it at $500, uh, you make 20, you know, uh, I think you make 25 bucks or, or something of the sort. So actually you make 100 bucks on 500. So so there you go. Uh, on 300, you make like 20 and et cetera. So uh, we have all different kinds of these that are coming on. You can pick them up. And when you pick them up, there's always a limited amount of them. So, uh, you know, they're not going to go forever.
So now that we're in the market, uh, we know where Bitcoin is going. We know what some of these altcoins are and stuff like that. Uh, what about some some strategies that we could use for day trading? Well, if you're looking for automated crypto trading strategies, you can use MetaHedge to trade crypto with a trading bot. In the volatile world of crypto, you will need nerves of steel, a winning game plan, and an intuitive trading platform if you want to win. I said if you want to win! If you want to lose, you can just take your money and put it wherever you want, you nerd, or just throw it out the window. All right. If you want to find Nerves of Steel, an intuitive play trading platform through research, research, and more research, then do it yourself. Or you could just take a look at MetaHedge, and we do all that research for you. We do all the research gumbo that has to be done. We look at the charts. We hear the talks. We read all the articles. We do everything, and you can sit back on your butt and profit. That's exactly what you do. You put your money in. You sit back. You let us do the work, and then you profit. I can't think of anything better. There's also plenty of trading strategies out there that several platforms uh, are using, and some of the most popular day trading strategies are range trading, scalping, and arbitrage. MetaHedge does all of these uh, all of these fully. We use bots to do a lot of them, and if you want to save time, you can instantly copy professional traders by using the plays on MetaHedge and learn as you go. Uh, range trading, if you've never heard that term, by the way, in many cases, uh, a cryptocurrency will trade for a long time inside a certain range. Bitcoin, for instance, traded between $8,000 and $10,000 for a 30-day period. This is a plus point, uh, plus plus 9.4% range. Uh, and it seems super volatile until you realize that Bitcoin can, can realize a plus 42% change in 24 hours. And then you realize that like, hey, it's really not moving that much. So you buy on the lower end of that and then you sell it on the higher end of that. Yes, it's a tax nightmare. I know it, but hire somebody, you dummy, and just let them do the taxes. All right. The crypto market caps are small enough that they can be manipulated by a single big mover. In some cases, those movers will systematically manipulate the price of a coin up and down to profit from a range. If you notice these patterns, you can take advantage of them as well. And we have bots that identify these patterns and then use them. So if you are range trading, you want to pay attention to overbought and oversold zones. Overbought means that buyers have saturated their need and the stock will probably or the coin will probably sell off. Oversold means the opposite. Chart indicators included on any reputable, uh, you know, bot uh, tra tracking pro pro program can help you find these zones. Uh, MetaHedge has them and, uh, and we actually post sometimes what we're buying and that kind of stuff so that other people can know as well. Uh, lately, we've been deep inside the NFT game and uh, common indicators used for uh, the purpose of us following those include stochastic, stochastic oscillators and relative strength indexes known as RSIs. So another thing that we actually do uh, as we're going around and uh, trying to profit at MetaHedge is we do scalping and we have scalping bots. What's scalping bots? You grab somebody, you cut the top of their head off. Not Well, you kind of do that, but you do it to the crypto market in itself. Scalpers take advantage of increased trading volume to profit. Scalpers may exit at trade seconds after entering and many use auto 
automated bots to increase the frequency of their trading cycles. Ideally, scalpels want to, scalpers want to exit a trade before any news item or short-term fluctuation has a chance to change the market sentiment on a coin. Uh, right now, currently playing Bitcoin volatility, uh, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, or CME, offers options on Bitcoin futures. You can also do something similar at MetaHedge by just purchasing MetaHedge, since we're invested across a, a, a bunch of different platforms on the metaverse. The long straddle is one of the directionless uh, volatility strategies uh, that's being used by Bitcoin options. And to initiate, you buy a call or put an option at the same time for a strike price and an expiration date. And the Bitcoin straddle is profitable when Bitcoin falls and rises away from the strike price by more than your premium. To exit a trade, you sell and call and put at the same time. So in simple language, a big move up or down is in your favor when you are playing Bitcoin volatility. But uh, with MetaHedge, it doesn't matter whether coins go up or down because you're profiting off of work. Something that MetaHedge does very well is arbitrage. Our arbitrage bots uh, basically uh, go around and seek and find opportunities. Most of the times, a couple of months that we can profit off of. And arbitrage involves buying cryptocurrencies in one market and selling it in another market at a higher price. The difference in the buy and sell price of an asset is known as the spread. And as generally, uh, since this is an unregulated market, crypto allows anyone to create an exchange. And this can lead to major differences in the spread because of the differences in asset liquidity and trading volume. In the crypto market, traders usually hold a portfolio on an exchange they are trading. To start an arbitrage opportunity, you open accounts on exchanges you believe will show significantly different prices for the same asset. MetaHedge bots uh, basically exchange across 20 exchanges at one time. And at one point, Bitcoin traded as high as uh, 40% higher in the South Korean market than it did in the US market. This was known as the Kim Shi premium during the time, and it showed up more than once. Traders profited by simply purchasing Bitcoin on US exchanges and immediately selling it on the South uh, Korean exchanges. Although the discrepancy will not usually be enormous, the low barrier to entry for exchanges brings new arbitrage opportunities uh, more often than in traditional asset markets. Traders should also be taking trading fees into account when attempting arbitrage. The fees make it a trade uh, on an exchange may wipe out the gains from the trading spread. Uh, also, you have to be aware of taxes, as I said. All right. Best online cryptocurrency trading platforms to go? Well, there's several exchanges and brokerages to choose from, and some may be better to fit, a uh, better fit for you than others. If you're a day trader, you'll want to use an exchange with low or zero trading fees. Some exchanges are good for day trading, uh, such as Voyager, Crypto.com, and eToro. Uh, if you're a long-term investor and care more about user interface uh, and unique features, then Coinbase or Voyager may be for you. I'm going to, before I go, I'm going to give you some tips from a pro. That's right. No, not from me. I'm not a pro. All right. Remember, I started this. We're learning together. But I do have a pro, and his pro's name is Ezekiel Chu. Uh, we'll, we've got the top Forex and crypto trader, Ezekiel Chu, who makes six figures a trade and trains the bank traders behind the scenes to share with us uh, about a crypto day trading strategies and what exactly it takes to be successful in crypto trading. So if you uh, want to try some crypto day trading, 
seeing, then these next three tips from Ezekiel are for you. Ezekiel believes that there are three key aspects to successful uh, crypto day trading. Number one, you've got to learn how to read the charts. And one of the best ways to learn this is uh, through price action. The technique that uh, the majority of professional traders use, once you have learned how to read the charts, you will know why the market is going up, down, or sideways, and then you will recognize which strategy to put into play in that direction. So if you if you want to profit, you have to learn to read the charts. Notice that I didn't say, find yourself somebody who knows how to read the charts. I didn't say, pay to have somebody read the charts for you. I didn't even say, go to MetaHedge and use their charts. No, I said, learn to read the charts yourself. That's right, so that you can invest in yourself. When you make a move, you'll know why you are making a move. All right, second strategy. Trade with a proven trading strategy or a combination of strategies. A proven strategy is one that is comprehensively back-tested and has been shown to work consistently. It is only in this way that you will have the confidence to stick with it during the lull periods. So use a strategy. For example, dollar cost averaging. If that's what you do and you're like, I'm going to buy every Monday, then buy every Monday. Don't sit there. Don't go on Tuesday. Don't show up on Sunday looking at prices. Buy on Monday at the same time. You do that always. The price will fluctuate. Sometimes it'll be higher. Sometimes it'll be lower. And over the long run, if you picked the right coins because you did your research, then you're going to profit. If you did anything different, then you're going to lose all your money and sell your house so you can pay off your debts. All right. Anyway. Number three, have a solid trading system. What did I say? I said have a solid trading system. One that is defined not by the technical aspects, but also the business behind the trading. A proper structured trade is one that has a line that with the overall trading plan, uh, has it's been proven to work. You can look towards the forward, at, you know, you can look towards uh, the future at the trades that you're gonna make, but you should be able to look at the past and see what you're backtesting, what has happened in the past as well. It's gotta be proven to work. That's what makes it solid. In contrast to what most new traders think, trading is not just about strategies, but the system itself also contributes greatly to becoming a successful trader. Whatever system you pick, you have to stick with it, all right? Uh, most of us, uh, or actually I should say most of all, uh, Ezekiel has a famous trading mantra, win big, lose small. Uh, and that is what he and his students abide by. It is a great mantra to stick with. Uh, again, that is win big, lose small. That doesn't mean that you are going to always win, it doesn't mean that you are going to always lose, but you want to use uh, 
whatever method of, of mathematical probability uh, that you can do or that you can understand, and you want to use that to minimize the amount of risk that you have. And regardless of the strategy that you choose, you must be willing to accept losses in a volatile market like cryptocurrency. Have your exit plans ready before you enter any trade. Don't follow the hot tips crowd. Invest only in coins that you actually believe in, even if it's just for the day. And also keep in mind that the market provides endless opportunity. So don't bite your head off if you're playing cautious and miss one. And don't chase the gazelles that have already run off on the farm. Trading is more than anything an emotional journey, and you must keep a clear head and stick to your chosen strategy through thick and thin. And one thing that I actually do, which is what I always say, and this is the time for it, if you don't do anything else until the next time we meet, buy the freaking dip. That's right. Buy the dip. Do not buy at the top and sell at the bottom. Buy at the bottom and sell at the top. That's what the dip is. And right now, this is the dip. So if you want to sit there six months from now and be like, oh my God, I should have bought Bitcoin when it was down at $12,000, then don't do it. Don't do it. If you're going to do that, then just get out of the market altogether. Take crypto, close your laptop, put it away, and get into Mahuang or whatever game people are playing these days, because this game is going to make you lose money. But if you're going to be a badass, and you're going to look through, and you're going to do your research, and you're going to make the plays, then when the chips are down, you're going to put in the money, and this is when the time has come. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm out. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the week. I'll catch up with you next Monday. Notice that today is Tuesday, so I'm releasing the podcast one day late. That's because yesterday was a holiday, and, and I was slurring my speech, if you know what I mean. All right, guys, I'll catch you a little bit later. Enjoy the rest of the week, and uh, that's it. This is a dip. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. <laughs>